What's up, everyone? Welcome to Rocktober, a celebration of one of the biggest movie stars of our time, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I'm Chad. I'm here with my co-host, Matt. Matt, how are you doing today? Hi, Chad. Um, little, little perturbed this evening. Oh, really? What's going on? Um, well, you know, we're recording virtually, and as we record virtually, yeah. miles and miles apart, thousands of miles apart, I think it's a thousand miles apart, um, you come, that comes with problems. Just connections weren't working yeah. you know monitors weren't working it was a whole thing yeah there's always going to be problems virtually i guess it's just one of the th- those things where you know you just had to be there and i i was there so um it affected me more than i'd like it to but we're here i'm ready to talk about the rundown i'm ready to talk about the rock i'm ready to get my rocktober on for his second film yeah like you said uh we're just talking about the rundown today and I watched it this afternoon, but, um, yeah, it's been a while since I've actually seen the rundown. Really? I mean, it's, I I would also say it's been a while for me. I'd say about mm, 29 years, 29 years. That's 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 right. Uh, I've never seen it. The rundown has not been out for 29 years. I don't, I don't mean to date anyone. It, it, it's been a little less than 29 years. Don't worry, everyone. I forgot how good of a movie it actually is. Like I actually really enjoyed watching it i mean we'll we'll get into our initial thoughts in a little bit but i will just give you a little sprinkle here you know and i will say i thoroughly enjoyed myself i think i think it holds up honestly i was i was talking to a coworker today uh and you know of course told him about the rock tour podcast they're they're subscribing to it and liking it and commenting on it so you all can do that um but they are always interested about what we're watching so i was telling them this morning about how this movie, I watched it. I'm like, that could have been made in 2023. I feel like oh, it could yeah, have been. Oh, yeah, for sure. I definitely you think know? it holds up today, for sure. Which, Scorpion King? Eh. But this one, for sure, I feel like could hold up. Like, you would watch that and be like, hmm, I could see that being made then. I mean, a little CGI issues here and there. But other than that, I mean, very, very solid. Yeah, that's just going to come with the time. Chad. I know that every episode we like to do a little game on this yeah, show. Yeah, it's it's your turn this time. It is my turn. Chad. I'm, I'm excited to hear what you what game you came up with. I wish I had an audio stinger here because my game is called Which Came First. Ooh, Which came first? Nice. Oh, I should have just re- we'll just record that and we'll use it on the soundboard next time. Yeah, yeah. Get on the soundboard. Which came first? So basically, it's pretty self-explanatory. Which came first? And these are all going to be based. I have three of them. And they're all going to be based on the movie that we just watched, The Rundown. Uh, I watched it last night. um, And like I said, good time. And that left me thinking some questions of what came first. So I'm going to ask you a question. Pretty simple. You give me an answer. What you think came first, Chad? Okay. Okay. Everyone at home, everyone at home, listening, watching, running, sleeping, I guess, with it in your ears, whatever it is. Uh, you can play along too. Yell at your TV, just like we said last time. Yell at your TV like it's Dora. You know, it's this one, Chad. <laughs> or like Price is Right, Chad. You should yeah. get this right. Um, and if he gets it long, if he gets it wrong, I want you to point at your TV or point at your phone and just mock him. Okay. Let's let's get into it. So, the first question for you: What came first, Christopher Walken's first Academy Award win slash nomination, or 
Dwayne the Rock Johnson's birth. Now, there's some complexity here. Age okay. is involved. Yeah. What movie was Christopher Walken nominated slash one? He was nominated and won for this one. Also, bonus. There's also a bonus question here. What movie and what was he nominated for in that movie? Those are all. That's a bonus. Okay. Yeah. So obviously Christopher Walken has been acting for some time, but Uh that really doesn't help me because I can't really think of uh, what he's actually been nominated, let alone one. Uh Um, I I think the rock Johnson's birthday came first before his win. And you're right. Ding, 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 ding. You're right. Uh, The rock's birth was first, but it was closer than you would think it is. Christopher Walken was nominated for his best supporting role in Deer Hunter. So you got that right, Chad. So one point to Chad. Everyone give it a little clap. Chad, a little clap for you. Good job. You want to move on to question two? Do you feel confident? I'm feeling confident now. I mean, other than not knowing what he won for. Next question, Chad. Drum roll, I guess. Um, What came first? Dwayne The Rock Johnson retiring from WWE wrestling or the rundown being released in theaters? No, right off the bat, definitely the rundown first, because I know for a fact he was still wrestling at the time. Okay. Okay. But I actually don't know when he retired. I just know it was after the rundown. Okay. So I, th- I, I try to, I try to throw you a curveball here. Cause I thought maybe you'd be like, well, Oh, he couldn't have been wrestling while doing the rundown. Um, sure he can. That's correct. how they found him. Okay. You're correct again, Chad, but there you this go. one, this one is way closer than even the previous one. So we had seven years for the previous one. This one, so the rundown was released, and we'll get to it, but it was released September 22nd, 2003. Okay. And The Rock retired at WrestleMania 20, which was his last fight, which was March 14th, 2004. So pretty close, like six months, five months. In between the release of the rundown and the Rock's last fight in WrestleMania, but he does come back. Of course, who needs when you're a big movie star? You need an encore, right? And yeah. Dwayne needed his encore, so of course, Ch- Chad, you are you are two. Honestly, I didn't even think you'd get one. You're two for two. What? You didn't think I'd get one? You know, I know my no. movie trivia. Yeah, but this is like this is like a little different. This is a little. I mean, skewed. it's fifty-fifty to be fair. So, <laughs> the last question, question number three. So Rosario Dawson, who plays Mariana in the movie, what came first? Was it Rosario Dawson's first movie or Sean William Scott, who plays Travis, his first movie? Who was in a movie first? I think I'm just going to go with um, Sean William Scott first because I just feel like I've seen him in a lot of things in the past more than Rosario Dawson. I mean, they're also only three years apart. Sean William Scott's 46 and Rosario Dawson is 43. Oh, okay. So. so they're pretty close in age. Yeah. Well, I'm sticking with my answer. Sean William Scott came first. You could have went for the clean sweep three for three, but. Oh, what? That no. That's incorrect. Rosario Dawson. How was in a movie first? She was in a movie called Kids that came out on July 28th, 1995. Um, it was like an independent film, but film nonetheless on IMDb. She got credited for it. And Sean William Scott, his first film was actually in a TV movie called Born into Exile. And I'll tell you, that poster 
looks not great. So Rosario Dawson, not only younger, but she came out in a movie two years prior to uh, to Sean William Scott. So that was good. Yeah. Two for three. I mean, if this was baseball, that'd be a great average, you know, going two for three let's, during let's a game. Not talk about base, let's not talk about baseball because, you know, we have a little bit of heated rivalry. So let's just not even talk about it. Okay. Okay. Well, let's get into the film then. Uh, backstory. Chad's a Braves fan. I'm a Mets fan. You can put the context clues together. Okay. The rundown was released September 22nd, 2003. That was when it was released in the U.S. You know, Chad, it did not receive the best box office numbers. I thought I thought it would be better. You know, after watching it, after sitting down with it, I said, wow, this seems like a movie that probably did well in the box office. Scorpion King, like we talked about last time, blew up in the box office, right? Went hog wild. What do you think? You're thinking the next the next Dwayne the Rock Johnson starred movie. You're like, wow, that's gonna get big box numbers, big box office numbers. And you'd be wrong. I don't know, Chad. Have you have you looked at the numbers? Do you know in the model? I can I tell haven't you looked at the numbers, but that's actually surprising because I would have said that it probably got lost with all the movie releases during the time because I didn't see it at the time, but just watching it, it's just it just seems like one of those movies that it just goes under the radar and people don't even remember it or like, I just, I don't think it's that popular of a movie for people to rewatch. Yeah. Which is kind of wrong because I, I think it's actually pretty good, but well, to be honest, I, don't, I honestly never even heard of it until we did this podcast. So. This well, that's what I'm saying is I, yeah. I do think a lot of people don't even remember it and or don't even know about it. Like, I don't even know what movies came out around that time, but I feel like it probably came out like alongside of a big movie and people just forgot about it or didn't even go see it. Do you want to know what how much money they spent on this movie? I want you to guess how much money you think they spent on this movie. Um, I'm going to guess. 30 million. That's not even close, actually. It's not. <laughs> it's actually quite shocking how much money they spent on this movie. Seventy million. It's eighty-five million dollars they spent on this movie. That was the budget. Wow. Yeah, pretty crazy. Domestic in the box office, forty-seven point seven million. So didn't even cut half domestically to what their budget was, which is a, usually a bad sign. I will say though, in its first week, it was number one at the box office so okay positive for them but only generated 47.7 million at domestic and then overseas was only 33 million that's bad that's yeah. real bad i don't think they even made their money back i mean they probably did when it came to like distribution and dvd and all that DVD kind of stuff sales, yeah let's get into the movie i mean we talk about numbers talk about that stuff this is this is a podcast about the rock we're not necessarily here we want to give you the information about the numbers we want to talk about the plot, talk about what we liked, what we didn't like. But I'm, gonna, I'm here to talk about Dwayne The Rock Johnson. So yeah. let's get into the plot. Let's do that. Yeah. So it was directed by Peter Berg, which mm-hmm. also directed Patriots Day, Lone Survivor, Battleship. He's, he's directed a lot. He's also, he's also a good actor, too. Basically, I think this is pretty funny, too. And we'll get into this. But a tough, <laughs> we aspiring, <laughs> a tough aspiring chef is hired to bring yep. home a mobster's son from the Amazon but becomes involved in the fight against an oppressive town operator in the search for a legendary treasure. 
The part I want to focus on is a tough aspiring chef because yes. I just did not see The Rock as a chef. Also, uh, character development much? I mean, we don't see him do anything chef related other than maybe yeah. the fruit, fruit at the end. Maybe. It's also like very offhandedly mentioned. It's like, oh, do this for me and you'll get your restaurant. And you're like, wait, what? Yeah. what? They needed to pick out something that like his goal in life a motivator yeah a motivator and it's like oh he's he's a chef he needs to open a restaurant he wants wants a restaurant with that yeah aside from the chef thing like it sounds intriguing i I, i'll say this like any movie that involves some kind of like hidden treasure or going to find some kind of treasure i think that's a win i think what's great about this film is it's like an action comedy so there's a lot of good um action scenes but also, like, I, I did actually find myself laughing out loud to a few scenes yeah. in particular. I thought, I, I thought this movie was actually really funny. I'm not going to lie. I thought this movie was actually hysterical. Um, yeah, and, and, and all around. Yeah, like Christopher Walken was, like, hilarious. Uh, yeah. The Rock. Sean William, William Scott had, like, great, yeah. like, the buddy energy um, yeah. fighting back and forth. So, yeah, it's um, it's a pretty fun film. How can you not like it? I mean... Just to bullet point, I mean, if someone told you, hey, this is basically like a classic buddy cop movie, it involves treasure, it's got Christopher Walken as a bad guy, there's a scene that has horny monkeys, there's great action choreography, I think you'd be on board for that, right? I was actually really surprised by the action. Like, oh my especially gosh. like right at the beginning of the film, but then like it just ramps up at the end. Oh, the ending. Oh my gosh. We'll get into that. But, um, what do you think? So, I mean, tell me, what do you think about The Rock in this? I mean, that's what we're here for, to talk about The Rock. Like, yeah, what do so, you think about yeah, it? Yeah, right off the bat, like, compared to our last episode on The Scorpion King, I, I noticed, like, right away, his dialogue. <laughs> he has so much more dialogue, like, in the first five minutes than all of Scorpion King combined, I feel I'm like. I'm pretty sure Matthias did not talk that much. Yeah, like, I feel like that role for him was just all about the action. And this, they're like, no, we we really want you to, like, have a lot of dialogue, have a lot of fun scenes with Sean William Scott. I think it was like a huge step forward for him um, stepping into this role because he just, he just like is actually pretty funny in this role. Yeah. I mean, I think I thought it was good. I, I love, I loved his smolders. I feel like they always had to add at least one rock smolder in every movie. Oh yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that's coming in the next one. Um, what are we talking? The, What's next? I don't even remember. Walking tall. Um, walking tall. There's got to be a smolder in there. Come on. Um, oh, yeah. But I think, honestly, I thought the Rock did a great job. I mean, I think with the lines he was given, I mean, it was an action comedy. I think he nailed it. Um, you know, like I said, I haven't seen this movie until yesterday. So um, watching for the first time, all I could say is I had a good time. I think The Rock did great. I, he was believable. Other than the chef part, which was not believable because... There was no, that's yeah. not his fault. I, just, I mean, I just think fault. that's just like a throwaway thing in the storyline. But also, can I, can I, I want to mention for a second, um, just tonally the film, there was a part where he, I guess in the beginning, he has like superpowers in a way. <laughs> no, I was going to get into this because I, I wrote this down on my notes while watching it. I was like, does he just have like superpowers? <laughs> like, or like, is he just like very detail oriented? 
And they don't use it ever again, which, I mean, I feel like he would have It showed up like at once the in the beginning and then once at, the, at end. the end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because you would think if he had this, he would probably use that in the jungle when he stepped in the boar's trap. You would think he would use this at other points within the movie. Um, and he just never does. So that's interesting. But I also thought as, you know, as a filmmaker, as an editor, the part that stands out to me is the tonal aspect of the film. And I feel like I was, I don't know, I, like I said, I like the movie, but you know how in Suicide Squad, the first one, the first 30 minutes feel like a trailer because trailer editors cut it and then they just abandon that yeah. and then never come back to it. I felt like that's what I was watching here. It's like the first 10 minutes of this film was like him with those superpowers and they're like honing in on these football players. And it was almost like he was a robot. I mean, and then Arnold Schwarzenegger shows up in the club and I'm like, are we watching the Terminator? Like what's, what's happening here. And then we just totally abandon that. Like we never come back to that ever. Like that, that whole tonal change, it just shifts the movie. It's like gone. Um, yeah. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying it was weird. I just, yeah, I think the chef part is really weird because they could have focused more of his backstory on like, I don't know, ex-military or something yeah. along those yeah. lines. Yeah. <laughs> but he's just like a chef who just happens to be like this guy who goes after people or like a bodyguard type. There was moments in the film where you thought you were, you were going to get more backstory on him where he's just no. like, yeah, you know, growing up, like it was a tough time. <laughs> yeah. Just like, but, I, I, but they really didn't hit on that at all. He's just like this tough guy <laughs> who, who happens to be a chef. And he just has a mission and goal in mind for the whole film. And that's what I it also is. Think that's, I also think that's like part of the movie, though, is the fact that it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think yeah, it matters. Kind of a mystery. Like, even in the beginning when he's in the club, you know, Dwayne, uh, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger walks by him and he's like, have fun. Or he says something like that. That's actually a fun trivia fact. Arnold Schwarzenegger just happened to be there when they were shooting. And they were yeah, like, hey. I read that. Yeah. He's like, just hey, like filming up. something else. Um, yeah. And he's just like, yeah, I'll just do it. I'll just walk by, yeah. have a little cameo. By. But like these people just keep messing with the rock. Like that, that one quarterback's bodyguards, like they're just messing with him. I'm like, what's wrong with you? And then later in the movie, when Travis is trying to, you know, you do his little funny little wind up, you know, like the thunder and lightning thing, you know, when he's trying to <laughs> kick him. It's like, what's wrong? And he can't, the rock keeps punching him in the face. I'm like, what's wrong with you? Stop trying to mess with him. Beck. Beck, the rock is gonna he's gonna mess you up every time if i saw the rock i'd be like see ya when i see the rock when he comes on this podcast i'm gonna be like really quiet because i'm like i don't want to get punched in the face virtually yeah um well just like let's get let's get into the characters so like he plays Beck. yeah and then sean william scott is the Travis. kid he's going after so this guy that he works for um basically says my son from my third marriage or something along those lines. He needs help. I need him to bring, I need you to bring him back home. He plays Travis, the villain, like you said, was Christopher Walken. He plays Hatcher. And then you come across Rosario Dawson. She's like a bartender. But then later, later on you find out she's more than a bartender. And then, and then they, uh, the hell or the plane pilot, uh, Declan, he, he plays like a a fun role in, in the film as well. But yeah, it's, it's a fun start to the film. I I think this is the kind of movie that you, don't take too seriously from the beginning. You know what I mean? I think you feel the vibe. Maybe that what the credits that I was talking about earlier is to kind of set you up for like, this is going to be fun. Like this is going to be a fun comedy, 
you're gonna have a good time you're gonna laugh you're just gonna journey with them and you're gonna suspend reality for about an hour and 44 minutes yeah it's it's fun you want to get into some trivia about the movie yeah so i can tell you something i mean we talked about the choreography we said the choreography was really good we really liked it um but did you know that Dwayne the rock johnson's stunt double his name is Tanoia Reed, I guess he's also Simone because he's his cousin, was nominated and won the award for best overall stunt by a man at the 2004 Tourist World Stunt Awards. Nice. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I wonder what stunt that was for because they did a lot of crazy stunts throughout the film. So he actually, in the scene where Beck and Travis are tumbling down the hillside in the gym. Oh, yeah. Yeah. At the beginning. Uh, but he actually broke his ankle in that scene. That so, was that was rough. Like if you when you watch that scene, like a long, long they long. they go I, down a long way. I was gonna have a question about that. just like a film question, just my thoughts. Um, they had like a super, a super zoom, like super zoom out in that in that shot. You know, they're on the mountainside. It's like, it's oh yeah, out. yeah. Is that a composite of multiple shots? It must be right. I, I would assume it's a composite. I don't. It's not a really long lens i don't think I mean, that's what i thought but i i will mention the one thing i thought was funny i put in my notes it's in trivia as well but you know christopher walken hatcher he has this monologue where he talks about the tooth fairy right yes <laughs> yes and i heard it and i was like well i guess that's foreshadowing right because we're gonna in no time we're gonna be watching the tooth fairy and i know it's gonna be my favorite movie I just, I already know it, but he mentions that. And there's a fun fact about that. So actually that was not originally scripted. Originally (laughs) it was a line about poo stuck in the door to the rabbit's house from the many adventures of Winnie the Pooh. They decided to take it out because they were worried they were going to get sued by Disney. So they, (laughs) So they changed it to the whole Tooth Fairy thing. I, I will say, I think the Tooth Fairy thing is probably a better decision. That was good. Um, also, the movie's original title was Hell Dorado, which I think kind of a good I mean, kind of a good name. Then they changed it to Welcome to the Jungle. And then they changed it again to The Rundown. But it was released in several countries as welcome to the jungle oh that's funny so that's i mean i thought i thought that was interesting um according to the director uh peter burke they were scouting a location in the amazon forest in brazil and they were held up at gunpoint by three locals robbed for all their cash computers and other valuables after that the shoot location was changed to hawaii oh yeah i did i did read about that and what which is funny because they were just talking about how much Hawaii was like a great decision mm-hmm. because that's where he went to elementary school, middle school and high school. Uh, and so it was nice being kind of back home in that area. So I think that that's a cool fact. Any other fact, any other fun things you want to say? I have some goofs that I can talk about, but if you have any other facts you want to talk about, any trivia that you want to mention. I don't know if I have much trivia, but I just think there's like a lot of fun moments in the film that I, I just want to talk about. Right after they fall down the hill, like Beck and Travis are just like bickering back and forth and mm-hmm. Travis is handcuffed and he's just like, dude, I got to pee. 
Yeah. And just like the fun quote of just like, will you unzip me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just thought that whole scene was good. I, I think that's really where you see like the rock and his like comedic delivery really come yeah. out well. Which I mean, didn't really play. It wasn't really there in Scorpion King. So we're moving up. Yeah, it, re- up. it really wasn't like he just kind of had like these one liners in Scorpion King. But this time mm-hmm. he actually had some like dialogue and stuff to work with with another actor. Yeah. And I think that's kind of like good because it stretched his um, acting chops. And that's honestly like a lot of the interactions between him and um, Sean William Scott like were great. I thought that right. was like really fun parts of it really um, and then that leads into the humping monkeys that was so funny and they come back later oh it's so good actually there's, there's when, the, when the monkey comes up like the first monkey like it's actually yeah, pretty terrifying like, <laughs> yeah so scott said we actually had monkey rehearsals and one of the monkeys got a little fresh with the rock while we were shooting and they say fresh and he says there was a teenager monkey who was always semi-erect and it was really weird. But all the monkeys, they love the rock. They smelled it. <laughs> That's what they said. I mean, the monkeys should come on our podcast then. Get the mo- He's probably dead by now. But once again, this is the rock podcast. I'm sure the baboon, if, he, if someone told the baboon about this podcast, he would listen. So if a baboon yeah. is listening to this podcast, you should also be listening. And you should be getting everyone you know to listen. Because I'm assuming you care about your friends and family more than you care about a baboon. So that's just my my little two cents there. Um, but another fun fact is that during the bar fight, which great scene, by the way. Oh, yeah. So during the fight scene, uh, Beck delivers Rock's signature move in the WWE. It's called the Rock Bottom uh, yeah. to the rugby football player. And he just brings it. I mean, that's amazing that he put his actual move. I think it's the one where he wraps around the dude and like brings him down. Yeah. That's like a signature rock move. What I like about the choreography and, and the filmmaking behind it is they made sure to like make those specific big moments, like in slow motion, mm-hmm. which adds more yep. impact, which I think. And the rock's already going to be good at it. You already know he's going to be great at it. Yeah. And like another cool thing with all those action scenes is Peter Berg said this, he like he wanted to showcase as much as the rock as possible during these action scenes. Yeah. He wanted you to see like the audience to see his face to make mm-hmm. sure like he's actually the one doing this. It's not his cousin. I mean, for the tough stuff, but like there was a lot of scenes where the rock like jumps out huge mm-hmm. jump. And like, you yeah. see his face, like, you know, it's yeah. him doing the stunt, which I, I yeah. thought was really cool because he's just like an actor who is willing to try his own stunts. He's not one that to say like, I have to do all my own stunts, but it like, he'll do anything if it makes sense for the audience. And that's what the rock said, like behind the scenes is he really wanted to get in into frame and show his face as much as possible. And like, you see that that's the money shot. Yeah. You see that in a lot of these action scenes. I think that's what makes it great. Well, you want, you want the money. I mean, we all want to see The Rock, right? I mean, that's that's what we pay the money for, to see The Rock. That's why we have this podcast, see The Rock, talk to The Rock, talk about The Rock. So I thought that was great. That scene is great. But the whip question I have is, can a whip break through a table? Is that a thing? I don't know. But there was a lot of things during that scene that I was just like, what? Like The Rock, like basically threw a table like 15 feet. Like like some of those jumps, like when uh, when that when he's fighting that guy, The Rebels. There was a specific um, 
like he jumps up like off his back like he kind of does like a front flip but yeah. then like does a kick so he yeah. kind of like yeah, 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 comes yeah. off his back and then does like a a kick to two guys coming yeah. up i thought that was really well choreographed that was cool and then where they swing on they swing and grab him by the legs and then just chuck him in the air and he just slams into these trees tree branches like he did that stunt for real like flying on wires what in the air yeah crazy he yeah i was watching behind the scenes and that was like a specific scene where he did a lot of training and rehearsal on wire work so it, I, I i mean you could tell his dedication to like hey this is gonna this is gonna add to the film i'm gonna go that. go ahead and do that yeah i appreciate Dwayne's dedication just for our own purposes like i'm sure he likes doing it but like he knows that his fans especially if his wwe fans they want to see that and that's what he wants to give them is what they want to see yeah um i will say i looked it up um you want to know how fast a, a whip cracks this is not definitive if it breaks the table or not but you want to know how fast a, a crack of a whip is how fast it can crack around a small sonic boom which can be around 770 miles per hour wow so maybe it could break a table i just thought that, that was also hilarious like these guys come with whips it's like this is just a good time even so like at the beginning you see a little bit of the whip but like later on in the film there was that actually was some really cool well done whip scenes where like yeah. there's like a whip like grabbing a gun out of the rock's hand and it's just exactly. like right right in the lens and it's just so well done yeah I will say, uh, I know we mentioned about critics and we didn't really go into that. So let me just go into a little bit about what critics thought at the time, what people thought at the time. Um, this is generally a well-liked film. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes has it at 70%. I know we don't usually always go by Rotten Tomatoes, but that's what Rotten Tomatoes says. Top critics on Rotten Tomatoes, I mean, not as good, not a 70%. It's at a 59%, which is not fresh. Technically, that's rotten, but I mean, I don't know. 26, 18. People generally seem to like it. Audience score 66%. But I think people generally seem to like it. I'll tell you what, Roger Ebert, I just want to read you something from what he what he wrote. This is off his website from his review for it. Um, he gave it a three and a half out of five. Which, but he talks about, he says, um, early in the rundown, The Rock is entering a nightclub to confront some tough guys and passes Arnold Schwarzenegger on the way out. Arnold Schwarzenegger says, have a good time. It's like he's passing the torch. Whether The Rock will rival Schwarzenegger's long run as an action hero is hard to say. I think he does. But on the basis of the rundown, he has a good chance. I liked, I liked him in his first starring role, Scorpion King, but only up to a point. On the basis of this movie, I wrote, he can definitely star in movies like this. That's also true on the basis of the rundown. But it's a much better movie, and he has more to do. So, I think that's very fitting. I, I would agree a lot with that statement because he he kind of shares the same thoughts as Peter Berg, the director, mm -hmm. yeah. the behind the scenes video. He talks about like the rock. People always ask like, is he the ne next Arnold Schwarzenegger or yeah. the next like Sylvester Stallone? And he's like, I think the rock is going to be the rock like his own. And he is. And he is. Yeah. And it's funny to like, look back because obviously that behind the scenes footage was filmed alongside the, the film back then they they didn't know but you could tell like this film was another big step into his stardom that's a big impact 
um, moving from the Scorpion King where he's just like, hey, I'm just a wrestler coming into acting. I'm going to do all these action scenes. Whereas this one, it's like, all right, no, this is the next step. Yeah. 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 He got it right on. He said, he said, this is a much better movie and he has more to do. It's pretty simply put. I mean, it's just true. And I think we read it last last time uh, in the Scorpion King about Ro- Roger Ebert said he said it here again um, that he could turn into a really bad action star. And I think we're watching it unfold slowly but surely. He hits out of the park with this, honestly. I I mean, you'll see in my in my movie meter, but I I really think he did a great job. I think he's acted well. I think com- comedic timing is really good. I think the choreography is obviously. I'm always going to expect this high caliber of choreography, as we know. Like I haven't seen that many rock movies, so as we watch through. Um, I'm expecting it to either be at this level or even better and him to get better. So I'm excited, but I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed this movie. Yeah. I know you didn't watch the behind the scenes video, but there's a lot of fun stuff in it. And it, it just seems like he just had like a fun time on set. Everybody mm-hmm. did. They, it, yeah. it just seemed like a fun film um, to make. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you can tell. I mean, there's so much of the movie that we just haven't hit on. By, I mean, the ending. I just want to talk about the ending before yes, we get the to the movie. I just, want to, I just want to mention the ending. and Because I feel like, man, did, did Dwayne go off? I literally wrote in my notes, I said, Beck is going off in all caps. Um, yeah, so for some context, basically after they find the treasure, Mariana gives them this fruit. They hallucinate and she takes the treasure. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he, uh, The Rock is... Um, he's keeping up Beck. He's keeping up his end of the deal. He's going to take Travis back home. Forget about the treasure, all that. But then he finds out that Hatcher took her, mm-hmm. took the treasure. But then he he made the decision, you know, like let's go back, like, go back. favor. And so that leads into like the huge action scene. Also for context too, throughout the whole movie, it's like a running, um, I don't know, joke or just like topic that he just does not want to deal with guns. Never guns, never guns, never guns. Like he goes to a bad place with guns. And yeah. so you're just like, what, what do you, what is he talking about? Weird. He just likes to fight with his fist. Apparently. I will say in my notes, the first time he mentions it, he mentions it multiple times, but I wrote the rock says, or Beck says he doesn't like guns, but look at those things. <laughs> So I was just like, I was not e- expecting that level of action. Like all yeah. of a sudden it's just like, oh, okay. Okay. It's a full on action film right now. They just, they turn that thing to 11. Yeah. I mean, it felt like a John Wick scene. <laughs> yeah, dude. And it, and when he, and he, his superpower magically comes back and he's just yeah. like looking at, and that was sick how they're cutting and like the CGI looks really good, honestly. And just like the zooms and like the, the loading of the gun and like then him. And then he shoots those two guys like point blank. Is that yeah. me? That's why. Maybe that's why. That's why he doesn't like guns. Also, I was confused because because uh, Hatcher gets shot like five times, and he just like keeps walking until like he dramatically dies. I guess it's part of part of the comedy. I guess. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I thought the same thing. I was like, man, this guy's getting shot a lot. I know. But like the shotgun scene, like all yeah, like right after um, he just has this moment of his superpowers like seeing all the details he's just like all right it's time to embrace the guns yep. <laughs> and he pulls out the guns yep. um it, that's where like the action really was like really well done and 
the bus explosion. Yep, that's what I was like where say. he's walking away from the explosion. Yeah, I remember that image of him just like walking away. I think that's been used on a lot of promotional art and stuff. Well, cool guys don't look at explosions. So yeah, like he he nailed that that walk like slow mo walk, just like cool, just like yeah. He didn't even need to look back. He knew it. But in reality, if that were you or I, we'd be just like, we'd go flying. We'd be, we'd be done. We'd be done. Um, but that was that was epic way to end it. I mean, I wouldn't want I wouldn't want to see even if it was Keanu Reeves and John Wick. I I feel like that climax would not be better with anyone else. Just the rock there is what what fits that ending. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, Christopher Walken as Hatcher. I thought weird choice. Still think weird choice. Um, I think he does a good job. I think he's funny in it, but also I, I just never bought him as a villain. I mean, I wasn't supposed to, it's supposed to be a lighthearted comedy thing. I just, I just think it's always funny. how he just shows up like they're just, he's like, his guy's got guns and he's just like walking in no guns, with his big cowboy hat on. I'm like, what is that? He, he did have one. He did have, I wrote this down because it, I was like, okay, this is where his character is actually pretty ruthless. He does have yeah. that one kill shot. Yes. Where he just like yeah. comes up, boom, headshot. Boom. Yeah, he does do that. It's a weird choice, but I I think the choice was to find a person who could play the villain aspect, but also have the comedic aspect. And I, right. they really played into his comedic lines. A lot of the time when he was delivering lines, like those were the moments where I just laughed out loud. Laughed. I was like, this yeah. is ridiculous, but it's great. It's hilarious. He does a great job. I love him as the villain, even though he's not like one of those tough villains where he's where uh, the rock's going to fight him in the end. I think right. that's where the guy with the whip came in. Like he needed Ooh. some some guy to fight. Let's get let's get on to movie rating our uh, movie meter. Uh yes. or should I say the most electrifying movie meter to describe how you thought of the movie Chad. Um I think I went first last time. I actually think you went first. I don't know who went first, but I'm gonna make you go first again regardless. So Chad. Yeah, let's go through our rating system again. Why do we yep. call it the most electrifying movie meter? Because it is. We rate these one through five. So one would be, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Two is shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. Which I will say, he actually used that line in the film. Did he really? I didn't even I didn't did. know Yeah, that. I wrote it down. I was like, oh, that's great. He used shut that's your mouth. Our, if you had a soundboard, you'd play that right here. Boob, yeah. shut your mouth. So that's two. Three is you smelling what is cooking. It's getting there. It's getting there. It's cooking up. Four, it's a smackdown. It is a SmackDown, of course, of course. And then five is the Jabroni Beaten Python Hellraiser Trailblazing Movie Champ. So, um, my rating for this, like you said, it holds up really well. Yeah. My rating is it's a SmackDown. Yeah, of course, of course it is. I actually was pleasantly surprised when I rewatched it because I didn't remember it from the first time I watched it that well. I remember like scenes and parts of it, but like rewatching it all the way through again recently, I was just like, this is actually a pretty fun movie. And it's definitely a SmackDown in my book. SmackDown. I, like you said, had a great time. It holds up. Um, I think the rock shows his versatility with dialogue, with comedy, with even, he throws that smolder in there. You got him. You always throw a smolder in there. He, he, I think he really holds his own. Um, and I think this one, I think that in Scorpion King, 
you know, we saw the glimpses because it was just action. I mean, it was just yeah. choreographing like WWE. So we saw glimpses, but this one, I think, is when we really start to see the shape of Dwayne the Rock Johnson movie star. And I had a good time. I loved the baboons. I loved when the baboons came back. I loved every aspect, other than like, you know, the writing, but that's not his fault. Um, sometimes it got a little no character development, but I also will give it a smackdown. Um, nice. I think that it's not, I don't, I, honestly, Chad, I'm thinking, because, you know, I've only seen a few Dwayne The Rock Johnson movies and I see our list, I see what we have coming up. And um, I, I don't know if there's going to be very many fives. So I, I'm really holding, I'm really holding, f- you know, the Jabroni beaten Pie and Hellraiser and Trailblazer movie champ at a supreme level. So if something gets a SmackDown, I had a good time. I think it's pretty good. I enjoyed myself. So it's SmackDown for me. Um, and I would say just I'm excited to see where this continues. I'm already seeing The Rock's growth, you know, being new to this whole thing. Um, I'm already seeing the growth. And I am excited for Walking Tall next. And uh, I, I don't know. Do you have anything else to say? I have one. Actually, before we kind of wrap up, I do have one more thing to say. The whole time... I would have sworn to you that Mariana and Beck were going to at least kiss or get together. There were little threads. There was little seedings here and there. Um, in college, I will say I was in an advanced editing class and my professor talked about what she called seeding the boink, which basically means you're putting in little moments that these two characters together, they like each other. They have like a little banter. They, they talk a little bit, they flirt a little bit. And then eventually you, you show that. So eventually without even knowing you're ruining for them. And I, yeah. I kept seeing them see these moments for literally no payoff, none. <laughs> it's, it's funny because there's some actually behind the scenes of the rock talking about why they chose Rosario Dawson. Yeah. And the reason was because like he had a taping with her and they Man. have like the actual tape of, them doing the lines like in the, in the boat. And he's like, okay, put your head on his shoulder. She does that. Yeah. And then they're like, okay, give her, give the rock like a really good kiss. Yeah. Like for like three seconds. And she does that. And it's like, in that moment, the rock is like, yeah, this, this is the girl we need. <laughs> Where is that? Where is that in the movie? It's not in the movie, but it was in the taping. The so I, I think that's Man. the reason why they chose her uh, for the role. But yeah, I, I, I was like watching that and I was like, maybe there was some kind of romantic thing maybe, that they had going the that they cut. Yeah. It's gotta be the cutting room floor because I was expecting her to like come back in America or so, I was expecting something to yeah. happen. I will say this. I was expecting more to the chef aspect of it at the end. Like don't get anything of that either. I was hoping I to see if he actually had a restaurant. And like he was cooking up something and Travis walks in and he's like, what you cooking? <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was waiting for that too, Chad. It wasn't only you, it was me too. So there, there's some left to be desired, but I will give it a four. I'll give it a SmackDown. Um, and with yeah. that, with that, I will say um, that's the rundown. Um, or we could final, say one more final thought. Um, yeah. I read up, read up on this and I don't know if this is, in development or not, but Peter uh-huh. Berg has expressed multiple times in the I past few years about a talk of a sequel. Yep. And funny enough, they mentioned Jonah um, Jonah Hill being involved. Yep. 
So I don't know if that's still in development or if they're working on that, but it'd be fun to see if there is a sequel that comes about. Honestly, that would, that would be a good time. I would watch that for sure. And just for all you listeners out there, anyone listening, um, we love it. If you like this, share this with your friends, rated us, give us some stars, write a comment, write literally whatever in the comments on Apple podcast, Spotify, wherever you're getting your podcast. It helps us greatly. Um, and, uh, we just love doing this with y'all because I'm experiencing it as you're experiencing. I hope you're watching while we're watching. Um, up next is walking tall. Um, I, I, I think I've seen walking tall. That's another one where I like remember watching it maybe once before, but I definitely have to rewatch it to actually remember everything that happens. But yeah, if you want to, uh, listen alongside of us, watch it. Watch Walking Tall, so you can um, go in fresh in our next episode. I just want to thank you, Chad, for joining me today. Thank you for uh, hanging out, talking rundown, talking awesome action, cool explosions, awesome choreography, um, and everything in between. Well, with that, I'll leave you with this, Chad. I break ground. I trailblaze. See you next on The Rocktober. See you guys. Hey guys, Chad and Matt here again. I just wanted to thank you all for listening to the Rocktober podcast and following along with us. I just want to remind you that you can follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it, at Rocktober Pod. Go on there, give us a follow, share our content, engage with us, send us a DM, send us a tweet. We want to hear your thoughts. We want to hear your opinions. If you don't agree with our, our, our movie meter, or if you do, or anything in between, we'd love to hear you. So we just want to thank you for your support. And also with that, wherever you listen to your podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, make sure you give us five stars. It always helps our algorithm get us up there. So maybe we can get the rock on our podcast one day. So once again, we thank you so much and we hope you have a rocking day. See you later, guys.